This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Good day, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Joker's Mustache. I am here with the great R.D. Reynolds, a.k.a. Kid Gulliver. And man, we are into season three Episode two of Batman Ring and the Riddler. Man, I'm telling you, RD, I- I'm watching this only the second episode of the third season. <laughs> and it is so, so different. Yes. And so well done and so spectacular that I'm I'm just man, I'm sitting here saying, bro, where could this have gone? If this series would have continued, bro, like, let's be honest, man. This is the third season, and they are hitting their stride. And I'm like, where could this have went if they would have continued to go in this direction? Well, I think where it would have went, well, there are things that are very good. There are things about this episode that are, you just sit there and you see the writing on the wall. And we'll we will discuss that. Yeah, I'm very curious. I'm very curious to hear your spin on that, RD. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was uh, it was very. Um, this was this was a this was an episode I absolutely remembered. You know, yeah. I, 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 I as soon as I saw Ring Around the Riddler, I said it's the boxing episode, and it is. It's the best of times, and it's the worst of times, yeah. as they may say. So we will be discussing that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to your uh, insights into this because I, bro, this was one of these things where like when you're sitting down and you're taking notes and you you can't keep up with it. But but that that's always the case, bro, when it's one of the great villains. I oh, mean, yeah. that's, that's always the case because the way they wrote for, you know, Burgess Mer- Meredith and, and Frank Gorshin, I mean... <laughs> You know they, they didn't they didn't sleepwalk through these episodes when oh, they no. got these guys and and I would say, bro, God, it, it like I said, I'm very curious to see what you have to say about this. This has to be Frank Gorshin's best episode to date. I'd have to go back and review. Okay, but it, I I thought he was he was absolutely great in the episode yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, bro, let's talk about this, man, because there is a lot to unpack here as we're in the second episode um, of the third season. We now have Batgirl aboard. So this is the Ring and the Riddler. Go ahead, my friend. Ring around the ring Riddler. Around, yeah, I'm, I can't even read my own writing. Ring, ring, ring around, around the, Riddler. the Riddler. Yes. Original air date, Thursday, September 21st, 1967. Again, we're only doing one. They're only doing one show a week now. They they have run the the two show uh, format. Uh, it's over. Uh, so we are starting Thursday, September twenty first, nineteen sixty seven. The birth date of one Audrey Faith Perry. Did you care to guess who that is? Audrey Hepburn. No, in nineteen sixty seven. No, who 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 is that? Audrey Faith Perry, aka Faith Hill. Ah, okay. Wow, interesting. Interesting. Born in Richland. Mississippi. The narrator tells us, "Night, the cloak for sinners." You know, bro. I know people that know Faith Hill, and uh, what's her husband's name again? Uh, Bob. 
Bob Hill. No, you know her husband. Uh, what, McGraw, Tim McGraw. Tim oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I know people in Nashville that Bugsy. know them. Bugsy McGraw. And there's uh, always a rumor that the two of them have a partic- 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 particular problem. Uh, but anyway. They like, uh, they like oregano. No. I, anyway, go on, my friend. Night, the cloak for sinners, we're told, draws its dark folds over Gotham City, where the Riddler hides out in a little-used gymnasium. We know it's a little-used gymnasium for two reasons. One, <laughs> the narrator tells us it's a little-used gymnasium. Two, there's a sign on the door that says little-used gymnasium. Yes, it's in the warehouse. I need It's right that. next to the gold tank. I, I, I need a sign like that in this office. Riddler throws punches in a very dark gym with a man named Kid Gulliver. Kid Gulliver. Has there ever been a wrestler named Gulliver? And if not, why not? Why not? Travels. He could have gone and fought midgets. Absolutely. Little people. I'm sorry. That's okay, use, I use outdated te- terminology, and I apologize for that, folks. Anyway, Kid Gulliver's a prize fighter, Gotham's best. But he's telling the Riddler, ain't Hold no way. Hold on. We're not going right past Kid Gulliver, bro. What about Kid Gulliver? Interesting note, my friend. Okay. See, I got I to gotta get these in every now and then because every time I have an interesting note, RD has 10 to my 1. Uh, oh, good. Kid Gulliver is actually played again by the very famous actor still with us, James Brolin. Uh, oh, pre, pre okay. Marcus well, Welby. Noticed. And not only that, R.D., this is his second appearance on the series as a different character now. Remember, he was the limo driver, bro? He was the limo driver a couple of episodes back. So this is the second time they've used a James Brolin in the series who who went on to much bigger and better things. How could he be go to anything bigger or better than ring around the Riddler? That's a that's well Mark Marcus Welby MD was pretty pretty big for the day. Who'd he ever beat? Yeah, that's true. Kid Gulliver beat a lot of people. Yeah. That's what we're told. But he won't throw the biggest fight of his career in Gotham. Gotham Square Garden. I love that. Riddler says, no, you're going to throw this fight. And he gives him a riddle. He said, what do many boats, shovels, laundries, whistles, and hot showers have in common? Steam. Put him in the steam room and shrink him down the size. Okay. They bring up the steam room multiple times in this episode. As best I can tell, nothing ever happens with this steam room. Yeah, steam. First of all, I, bro, I swear to God, I was just talking to my wife uh, a couple of days ago. My, my wife's never been in a steam room, and I was telling her how freaking great it is, man. I haven't never. been in a steam room in years, but oh my God, it is absolutely uh, tremendous. And how did we know it was the steam room? Because it had a sign that said <laughs> it had a big frilly sign that Which, said steamer. It, okay, but wait a minute. <laughs> to be fair, there was a door that said steam room. Right. Okay. And it was just a frame of a door. There was yeah. no door there. 
No. There was no, no hallway that it was no, going to. No. It was literally just a prop that said steam room. And where would we find that prop today? It would be uh it would be two aisles down from the from the gold tank. Thank you. Okay, good. Good. Go ahead. Okay. But this is something we we have to discuss. Go ahead. You were raving about this episode before we started. Yeah. Right. The best of times. Worst of times. The budget that they must have had for this episode had to have been about $3.75. Are you talking prop-wise? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you. Just getting some refreshment. Very nice. Which is which is needed because whenever I'm on these shows, I always lose my voice. I don't know how that happens. Uh, probably Feels like could. I talk too much. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, but you didn't notice it, it's a it is literally a black room. Yeah, yeah. A pitch black room. Yeah, with a few props here and there. And but that's bro, let, let, let's be honest. Because yeah, bro, they're definitely cutting corners here. You can especially see this. And, and and bro, I think we brought it up last time. It happened somewhere else. The Riddler is blatantly standing in front of a green screen. We'll see that yes. later on. But, bro, I, I got to tell you this, though. I think more money was put into the production. This this looks more film quality than television. Okay. More music is added. More cuts, quicker cuts. So they, maybe maybe they took away from the prop budget, but I think the production's a lot better. But if you don't have the props on Batman, that is a that's a major problem. Yeah, but on the agree. other side of the coin, RD, the more corny the, the the more corny the props, the better. No, look look at him. Do what? you enjoy this, folks? Usually, I'm Pollyanna. Usually, I'm the guy trying to bring the show up, and you got Grumpy Gus this over is there. A great. I'm going to tell you why this is a great episode, bro. Because this role. this is going back to Crash TV. God knows how many years before Vince Russo. RD I, said, bro. I we said are, that. We are now. Th- these are now standalones. So mm-hmm. let let's be honest, bro. When they were doing the two parters, some stuff was stretched out. In in, in a one parter, there there's nothing stretched there's no out. Time nothing. To Right. No time to breathe. Right. No time. That, to that's breathe. my so, point. That's my point. So anyway, they throw Kid Gulliver in the steam room. Riddler's girl shows up. Her name is Bets- Betsy Boldface. I thought it was Betsy Bullface. <laughs> Bullface, maybe it's it's Boldface. I'm gonna like a I, I, liar. I, I, I I heard this and I'm like, oh my god, bro! What what a great wrestling character that would have been. Bullface, bullface! Bull oh my god, that would have been tremendous. When I worked on the independent scene, there was a wrestler that that worked and and he he got some level of notoriety. I think he actually showed up on a few WCW shows as an enhancement talent, perhaps. And his name was Bull Pain. Bull Pain. Okay, this would have been in in the mid-90s. And I will never forget, we had this, I I won't go too far into it, but the referee we had in this little rinky-dink promotion that I worked in, he was, God bless him. God bless you, Bill Haltham. Love you, man. He's not, not, not the brightest guy on the planet. And so... 
I did a heel turn with him. Okay. We turned the referee heel, that old chestnut. And so he was, he, 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 I would give him lines to say, I'd like whisper in his ear. You know, okay, Bill, you know, say this, say, I'm the official. I'm the official. Okay. Okay, Bill. Now, now say, uh, the winner by disqualification. The winner by disqualification is Bull Payne. He goes, is what? I said, is Bull Payne. And he goes, your winner, Bull Pen. <laughs> so Bull Face is not quite Bull Payne. Or I, bull thought you pen, say, I thought you were going to say bullshit, but anyway. No, yeah, anyway. So uh, Betsy Boldface, like a boldface liar, shows up. We'll rate her at the end of the episode. I'm going out on a limb and saying she's probably not going to receive very high marks. Okay. Maybe, maybe the lowest mark. She is a, uh, she's, she's a bull I, face. I, she's a bull. She's got a bull face. And she has, and, and, and it's, 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 it's very popular now for women to have very short hair. Yeah. I don't this, like this was, but when you're watching stuff in the 60s, from the sixties, yeah, it's really, you know, kind of, a, kind of startling to see, uh, someone with, with hair quite this short. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Betsy shows up. She wants to know what's up. Riddler says he's going to get rid of every top prize fighter in Gotham. And then he's going to control all of boxing. So this is his plan. His brilliant scheme is to control all of boxing. Uh, when he does that, he's also going to take care of that contemptible crime fighter. And he has an ace up his sleeve. He pulls out this box. And you couldn't really quite see what this box was. It says, um, he says, he gives her a riddle. He says, for starters, when is the top of the mountain like a savings account? When it piques one's interest. So, we go to Wayne Manor. Bruce, Dick, watching the uh, fight on a giant, <clears throat> giant by 1967 standards television in the study. And it was interesting because they had the TV in the study, mm. but they were watching that. And, um, they see, they, you know, we hear that kid Gulliver has gone down in the third and they're like, this can't possibly be there's, there's something amiss. Kid Gulliver is not going to lose, you know, like this, this doesn't make any sense. Bruce tells us as chairman of the Gotham city boxing commission, I'm going to call an emergency meeting. Bro, I'm going to hit you with my uh, uh, weekly uh, AEW question. Who wore more Who wore more hats, Tony Khan or Bruce Wayne? <laughs> who, oh, do you, who do you think wore more hats? That you know what they they are very similar. They're both <laughs> they're both millionaires. Maybe they should start calling it Tony Millionaire Tony Khan. Yeah, or that bil- would be billionaire tremendous. Tony Khan. That would I think be he's trem- actually a billionaire. But anyway. bro. Bruce Wayne wears so many freaking hats, it's unfreaking believable. How does he do anything? How can he be Batman whenever he's the chairman of the Gotham City Boxing Commission? <laughs> Just in the last few episodes, chairman of the Gotham City Boxing Commission. He had some kind of fund uh, for, uh, I can't even remember what it was, orphans or something. 
Uh, he had the ice rink. Uh, he had, uh, I don't even know what else. So he does all these things. He contributes all this time. <clears throat> he spends all this money. Can I ask one question? Go ahead. What about those poor kids in <laughs> church? All they wanted was a little summer retreat. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he is going to, uh, He's going to have an emergency meeting. It looks like the undesirable desirable elements have once again infiltrated the manly art of self-defense. That's a great line. Great line. <clears throat> that, you know what, from now on, whenever you're discussing things on your little wrestling shows and something isn't quite the way you think it should be, I really do think you should say, it looks like undesirable elements have once again infiltrated the manly art of self-defense. I love that. I love that. We go to the boxing box office. Riddler is there. <clears throat> he has a, a a metal box, and it has a big question mark on the top that lights up. <clears throat> it looks, we've said before how they have, they've blatantly stolen things for you know batman 89 or batman returns or other things i'm pretty sure this box may have been the exact same box like jim carrey had in oh the movie wow batman really Forever. bro really it looked very familiar i would go back it's just a recollection of yeah, it yeah yeah i would go back and watch batman forever again but then i would have to go back and watch batman forever again and i'm not going to do that yeah yeah i got you <clears throat> riddler Frank Gorshin, not Jim Carrey, says, Riddle me this! When does a painter use a trigger instead of a brush? When he's a stick-up artist! So, he comes in. This Riddler, he ain't messing around. He grabs this girl literally by the hair. The girl at the the box office. He grabs her by the hair, yanks her back. Is Is he saying these things? I thought for sure. He was going to stick his tongue mm. down her throat. Yeah, yeah. Instead, he just leaves. At this point, Barbara shows up. She's wanting to buy tickets for this <clears throat> boxing match. Uh, but they see this box. Riddler left this box with the question mark light up on top. And the girl uh, at the book's box office just screams. That is the intro. That's what leads to the spinning Start signal and we off we go. And Batgirl is in the new open. Oh yeah, yeah. We mentioned that last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we come back from commercial. Babs is gone, uh, but Batgirl shows up. She calls Gordon, who calls Alfred, who says that Bruce isn't home. Actually, he doesn't say that Bruce isn't home. He just goes like this. That was weird that they didn't have him. Yeah, it was very weird. Anyway. So, uh, since Bruce isn't home, they can't reach him by the bat phone. They do something I was so happy to see because they very rarely pulled this out. They fired up the bat signal. Absolutely, yeah. And and it's interesting because you would think, oh, yeah, it's on, you know, it's in the intro. It has the bat signal going up. But if you watch, and we're now... I mean, we're 25 episodes to the end of this 120-episode run. So we're 80% through this show, whatever, roughly. And that bat signal, it is not – that thing is very uncommon. 
Yeah, which is no, yeah, this, yeah. Really I was cool shocked, bro. I, I almost forgot all about it, and then when they when they uh you know flashed it, I was like, holy shit, man! That's the first time we saw it. Yeah, been a long time. Yeah, no, I think first time we saw it. You think that's the only time? I, I'm pretty sure we've seen it. We have not, bro. I'm telling you, we had this is the first time we've seen the bat signal. I'm telling you, bro. Absolutely. I might research that. Okay, go ahead. But I'm telling you, bro, we have not seen it. Anyway, we go to Gordon's office. Batman and Batgirl are there together examining bro, can I, the. Can I ask you a question? I yes. just want to stop here for a minute. Bro, here's what I don't understand. You know, what, what, even, you, you got to go back, bro. Back in the original comics, Batgirl was Gordon's daughter, right? Correct. Bro, I, I, I have to question those. I have to question those um, writers, those original writers. Okay. Because, bro, like the thing that is so kabuki-ish. How does he not know that's his daughter? Like, shouldn't Batgirl... Bro, I don't... Here's my point. Here's my point. I don't understand why they had to make Batgirl Commissioner Gordon's daughter. There could have been another storyline where Batgirl was somebody else, but it's like one minute he's hugging her, the next minute he's talking to her as Batgirl, and this guy doesn't have a clue? Come on. To be fair, how many times... Has he talked to Bruce Wayne in person? But, bro, this is his flesh Bruce and blood. Wayne leaves, and three seconds later, Batman walks in, and he has no clue. But this is his flesh and blood, bro. I mean, come on, man. Come on, bro. Well. Go ahead. I, I just don't know why, why they made this choice, because it's like, bro, like, you, you got to really, you know, have your, uh, you know. Maybe he could have been Alfred's niece. Yeah, why not? Well, if you've ever seen the movie Batman and Robin, you'd understand why not. She got killed. Movie was no good. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Batman and Batgirl are there in Gordon's office, examining the box with a stethoscope. Great. Batman notes it's lucky she was there, and she says, "Yes, luck is an important weapon to the woman crime fighter, Batman." Batman notes, but there's really nothing in the box. Just some metal filings. Didn't understand this. There's a note. Who rules the ring? No prince, king, or rajah. Look for a cue. Look for a clue on the walls of Kafaraja. Gordon is upset. Commissioner Gordon. That Riddler has returned to tease, taunt, and torment us yet again. Going so, back to that box, though, bro, there was a pretty good line uh, where <laughs> Batman says, this little blinking device is merely an added touch to pique our curiosity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So they discussed that uh, Kafaraja uh, was a famous temple in the land of Mesopotamia. Mes- uh, Sorry, I know I butchered that. And Gordon's like, oh, well, that's how fortuitous. Mr. Gordon tells us, he says, my daughter Barbara studied the history of Southwest Asia in college, Batman. What was her degree in? 
that she was Wait. studying the history of Southwestern Asia. And not only that, what is she doing now? Her, her occupation is librarian. Well, in case, you know, maybe that maybe Southwestern Asia was a super popular thing at the Gotham City Library. Possible. Answer yeah. any questions. Or maybe there were no openings in the field at that time. Yeah, that's possible. Batgirl, of course, she's gone. And Batman, this is getting kind of creepy. He says, and I quote, her particular brand of vanishing cream, another weapon in her arsenal. And he almost says it just like that, like a total creep. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say this. So in this show, not just this episode, but the, you know, season three, her gimmick, her trope is that she's always vanishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She always vanishes at the end. And it's kind of interesting that that would be something Batgirl does because in the comics, specifically whenever I started reading them in the eighties, that was a huge Batman trope. Batman would be talking to Gordon. Oh, okay. Gordon would say, oh, did you see this over here? And then Batman would just be gone. Got and he'd say, blast it. How does he always do that? And they actually made a, a joke of that in some of the newer DC movies. Okay. So anyway, uh, the boxing commissioner calls. I don't know if it's Bruce. Was that Bruce that called? Says that Kid Gulliver has vanished because they said the boxing commissioner called. Didn't he? Didn't earlier in the well, episode? He's the chair. He he's was... the chairman of. Oh, the boxing. he's not the chairman. Yeah, yeah, he's not okay. the commissioner. Yeah. Anyway, we go back to the little used gymnasium. Riddler has drugged Kid Gulliver with, and I am quoting here, "Riddle juice." <laughs> right. <laughs> Do I even want to know what Riddle juice is? Oh, come on, bro. Stop. Come on. Riddler tells a horror. Bro, you know story. what the great Ben Hameen, you know, the great Ben Hameen, bro, uh, is opening, uh, you know, his own dispensary now and this, that, and the other thing. You know what the key ingredient is to grow marijuana plants? Riddle juice. Worm juice. Yet another reason why I don't yeah, partake of juice. those things. If you, if you want to do that, <laughs> that's your business, but. Right, go ahead, bro smoke the worm anyway riddler tells a terrible joke about sitting on laps just so that he can say something about gulliver has a temporary lapse of memory yeah betsy shows up she has bernooses and apparently we learned she has a sports telecast she's she's at midnight of all times seems very weird And she says, she tells us, Mushy Nebuchadnezzar, the unchallenged champion of Southwestern Asia's boxing world, is arriving in Gotham City tonight, ready to take on any and all comers. Riddler is thrilled, says this is a stroke of your usual feminine genius. So, they... We we go to Barbara's apartment. They bat climb to Barbara's apartment again. And a, ver- 
A very different back climb, right, bro? Very different. Right. Very quick. Yeah. They're not talking to anybody. Yeah. They're just yep. up and gone. Yep. So Babs tells them about uh, this temple. She says, as I recall, some strange. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Bro, what a tremendous line. We would have entered the building by more conventional means, but we didn't want to startle the. What's more conventional, bro? (laughs) They didn't want to startle the tenants, so they're climbing up the building? Well, yeah, because let's say you walk in through the lobby, a lot of people are going to see you. Oh, let's say bro. you're in the elevator. Some more people are going to see you. You're climbing up the building, bro. Sure. Oh, all right, go ahead, bro. Well, but, okay, okay. Let's say, just for instance, I, I'm going with Batman's logic here. Go ahead. As crazy as it is, if someone came in through your front door or someone was climbing up the side of your house and they climbed to the roof, who would you notice first? The people climbing up. Why? Why are people climbing no, up my no house? No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you would. No, 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 why no, no. Why are people climbing up right my now, house right now? Yeah. yeah, right now, right now, right this second. Right. Okay. If someone was climbing up the side of your, if you live in an apartment building, right. Okay. If you live in an apartment building, and someone came in through the lobby, you're going to be much more apt to okay. notice them than if you someone's just climbing up the side of your house. Bro, there's a window behind me. If I turn around right now and I see somebody climbing up, I'm I'm not going to be startled. Well, for Babs, yes, but she he wasn't concerned about startling Babs. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, she says that uh, they found some. She remembers there was some scroll work found on the walls of the temple, indicating men use fists to fight long before the supposed beginnings of boxing in ancient Rome and Greece. Holy hieroglyphics! Robin exclaims, how would Riddler know that, Batman? Batman waxes philosophical. Mm. Says, the mind of a criminal like Riddler's is a sponge which soaks up many strange facts, Robin. Yes. Riddler, and then he explains to Barbara, Riddler is an old arch enemy of ours. Miss Gordon returned to try to outwit us and bilk the good citizens of Gotham City. So Babs suggests, well, maybe the Riddler means the the prize fighting ring, you know, not like any other kind of, you know, thing. And so Robin says, man, why didn't we think of that, Batman? Batman says, maybe the Riddler himself wants to take over the world of boxing. And Robin says, that punctuated pipsqueak. <laughs> <laughs> so Gordon shows up. Commissioner Gordon shows up. And Barbara says, and I quote, well, tonight seems to be my night for gentlemen callers. Yes. That was gross. <laughs> I know she didn't mean it that way. Right. Man, but, you 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 got a very dirty mind. I don't. That's, this these week. are the lines yeah, you, 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 that are riddle, said. Riddle, I wonder what Riddle Juice was. And, oh, uh, Barbara, Gordon, uh, Barbara Gordon's going to do her dad. You got a very... Like, what, one, 
I ne- I never you once insinuated. Said, you insinuated. I never once said Barbara Gordon's going to do her dad. You insinuated. Go ahead. I'm sure he would have liked that. Anyway, uh, Batman thanks Babs. Uh, oh no, the the Gordon says Gulliver. We found Kid Gulliver. We found him, but he doesn't remember anything. Batman thanks Babs, and she says it's little enough to do for so courageous a crime fighter. Gordon, okay. Keep in mind, this is midnight. Midnight this is happening. Because Gordon's just like, he's in Barbara's apartment. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to make myself comfortable. So he spins a chair around, turns on the TV, so he can watch the Betsy Boldface Midnight Sports Show. Yeah, and I'd I I I kill for that TV, bro. I swear to God, me you know me and my wife do a lot of thrift storing antiquing. <laughs> Every time I see a TV like that, I just want to buy it, whether whether it's working or not. I, I'm kind of like you with the video games. When I see a vintage TV, bro, I just gotta have it, man. Oh, and you can you can find those. So oh yeah, even even today you can find oh, them so yeah. easily. Absolutely, yeah. So. He's watching Betsy Boldface. Barbara's like, Betsy Boldface seems to have quite a hold on you. And Gordon says, she's as good as any man that would be on that job. So Betsy interviews Mushy Nebuchadnezzar. It is, of course, the Riddler in disguise. In disguise, I guess. Because he's already wearing a mask. Right. The Riddler mask. And now he's wearing this other thing to disguise him further. She asks this champion of boxing what he eats and drinks. And he says, tamarisk berries, bull bull bird eggs, and licorice. But only licorice native to my country. <laughs> Are you a licorice guy? Bro? Oh, no. That's really disgusting. Oh, I, lo- I love red licorice. Bro. Oh, love no. It. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's that's no, that's you learned something today. No, that's like that candy you see at Cracker Barrel that like only people from like that grew up in the 1940s eat like circus peanuts. Oh, I love other... circus peanuts, bro. Oh, I love them. Love circus peanuts. Come on, bro. Who doesn't love a good circus peanut? Come on, man. Circus peanuts. Are you oh, serious? I love them. Love them, bro. Love them. Circus peanuts are, you don't, they're so gross. There's, ugh. I love them. Love circus peanuts, man. Do you like those little wax bottles of soda? Not really. Not really. Okay. Well, you, you redeemed yourself. I was okay. just going to leave. Yeah. Anyway. So she, uh, he also says, I uh, drink uh, only camel grass juice. And Gordon has heard enough. And he says, enough of that. He sounds like Southwestern Asia's unchallenged nut. So, at this point, I always, as I've said before in my notes, I always put where this, where this, the scene is occurring. You know, like I say, Bab's apartment, Gordon's office, that cave. In this, I just wrote hard cut to unneeded extreme close up of O'Hara's face. Right, because they zoom in on this guy. You could have counted the number of pores on his nose. Yeah, uh, and there were quite a bit, yeah. Yes, it was completely unnated. And anyway, he's at the box office. 
He's wandering around stupidly, back and forth. I mean, even more stupidly than he usually does. Batman and Robin try to talk to him, but he has no idea what he's talking about or what they're talking about. He has no clue. Riddler shows up and says, what have the following in common? Hemming, basting, purling, and tackling. And then Riddler just vanishes. He did call him, though, prior to that, he did call him dynamic dullheads. Oh, dynamic dullheads. Yes, yeah, yes, bro, yes. explain the vanishing. Like, what? what I, was, I was going to ask you. I have no idea, bro. Like, what was that? Then he just vanishes. And they know, uh, 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 Robin's like, holy blackout. Riddler's just gone. <clears throat> and we know it. And they never really follow up on it. Bro, it seriously, was... can you imagine, uh, you know, uh, uh, pro wrestling circa 1999 mm-hmm. and Vince Russo is writing a show and Kevin Nash does, just disappears out of thin air with no explanation whatsoever? Well, they had AEW episode 200. I saw I, I saw the uh, celebration. I saw I saw the celebration of Mr. Khan. You know what? You know what? I was I was hoping. What? Speaking of exactly what you're talking about, they had Shaq on an episode a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember. I I, that, I watched that one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Do you remember when he they put him in the ambulance at the end? Oh, I don't. I don't. Okay, so they put Shaq in the ambulance at the end, <clears throat> or, or at some point in the episode. Then they went and opened the door. To see how Shaq was going, Shaq was just gone. He had vanished. <laughs> so I was really hoping that this episode two hundred, they yeah. were going to just go back to an ambulance in the back, open the door, and Shaq tremendous. was just going to be there. That would have been tremendous. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, so they note that all the things that Riddler had talked about, they all had to do with needlework. So maybe O'Hara was injected with the same stuff that Kid Gulliver was. Batman's going to drive O'Hara. Back to the office in O'Hara's car. Okay? This is kind of cool. So he says, I'm going to drive Police Chief O'Hara's car. Robin, you follow me in the Batmobile. Because, remember last episode. Got his license. Got his license. He got his license. So now he is able to drive. Yeah. We go to Bab's apartment. She's talking to Charlie the bird. She says, you know, Charlie, all I could see under that Bernoose was mushy Nebuchadnezzar's chin. And that oh, was I, lo- not- I love you. I love the. I am very impressed how you are pronouncing that name so smoothly, bro. Mushy Nebuchadnezzar. Did you practice before we came on? No. Wow, I'm very impressed by that, bro. You don't want me. You don't want me uh, saying that name. Go ahead. Who did you think it was? I could, uh, bro. Go ahead. Anyway, she says she saw his chin. It was not a southwestern Asiatic chin. To this student of history. And there's something about that Betsy Boldface. Mm-mm-mm. She doesn't trust Betsy Boldface either. Says uh, they're going to, you know, Batman and Robin are running into trouble. Maybe Batgirl should investigate the lo- the local source of tamarisk berries, bulbul, bird eggs, licorice, and camel grass juice. So it's across her apartment. Or excuse me, it's across her bedroom in a flash. To the secret Batgirl nook, where Barbara Gordon makes her dazzling change to Batgirl and into action on her Batgirl cycle. Shortly back in Riddler's little-used gymnasium. So Betsy shows up, 
and she's got all of Mushy Nebuchadnezzar's food. And she says, we got problems, though. Batgirl is on my trail. Yeah. Okay. Usually, if you say someone's on your trail, that means I think I think they may know what I'm doing. I think they may know what we're up to. In this instance, she said, Batgirl's on my trail. That literally meant Batgirl was three, one, two, three physical steps behind her. Yes. Bro, so, I, want, I want to ask you a question, too. Um, we find out here that we found, we find out the name here of two of the henchmen. One of them is K-O, but it's K-A-Y-O. Yep. The other is Cauliflower. Yes. So I didn't know Cauliflower Ears was a bo- – I thought that was a wrestling thing. I didn't know that was a boxing term. I, I don't know. I, I when it when it was cauliflower, I, I immediately got it because of the cauliflower right. ears. Yeah. Uh I don't know if it I mean it's it's probably just something in the what did they call it? The the art of self defense manly self defense. Yeah, right. right. I, I I wanna look that up because I didn't I never knew that was associated with boxing. Well Batgirl wants to know what Riddler has up his sleeve. And she and he's like, up my sleeve. He says, Riddle me once. What's most alluring when it's lowest or highest? When it's in the air or in a hole? When it's served to you or you can't touch it? An enchanting ace. He says, put your earmuffs on and siren, come on out. Let her have one of your stunning notes. So siren or the siren, I believe they call her in uh, the show and in the next episode. So the siren shows up. It's Joan Collins. Mm. Okay. And she is just wearing a a little silver outfit. And I only saw Joan Collins. I never saw Joan Collins in her prime. I don't know. This would have been her prime a little. Oh, no, this wouldn't have been her prime. No, you know, for those of you who don't know, there was a, um, there was a, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, a, soap opera slash da, um, um, drama, whatever you want to call it, in the 80s called Dynasty, mm-hmm. uh, which was a very, very, very popular show. That was the show that everybody tuned in to see, and that's where Joan Collins, you know, she's been around for a long time, but that's where she really came into uh, prominence. Okay, but but like whenever, but her physical appearance prom- yeah. is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that would I mean, Dynasty would have been, you know, 15, 20 years after this. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, she was and we'll 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 review her, of course, we'll rate her next episode. Yeah, but she was stunning. Yeah, I thought she was. Yes. And she's just wearing this little silver outfit. Anyway, she is going to open her mouth. And she has a tone come out. Do you know what this tone I think was? What? I believe it was the tone they used. Remember they used to, and they don't, you younger kids wouldn't get this reference. But in, they, they probably stopped doing this in like the, the eight, late 80s, early 90s. Remember when they would do, this is a test of the emergency no, broadcast no, they system? they still do that. Do they? they? I have never oh seen Oh my that. God, yes, bro. Okay. Absolutely. And it's just, still do it. Yeah, man, I, I got one of those the other day, man. So did did that not? Did you not think when she opened Very her mouth much. that's what yes. she was doing? Yes. I thought, man, hope the hope the emergency broadcast system's working. 
Yeah. So anyway, she does this, and Batgirl just goes like this. So you're thinking, oh, she's she's got Batgirl. But we come back from the commercial break, and Batgirl looks at her, and it's just like, yeah, so what? What was that? And Siren's like, and Riddler's like, what's what's wrong? Why is this not affecting Batgirl? And she says, well, Siren says, I've never tried my note two active octaves above high C on a woman before. So they they we get a little fight. Batgirl gets captured. They throw her into the steam room. <laughs> Says Batgirls will welt wilt just as quickly as other women. Riddler's thrilled. He said, I thought my broadcast you know, would put the dynamic decimal points on your track. But Batgirl will work just as well. That's okay. They throw her in the steam room. They discuss how Siren's notes captivate men, but not women. And Riddler says, it's not to worry because uh, he has the three top prize fighters. To be dazed by your dazzling decibel. And with them in my power and Batman KO'd once and for all, I shall rule the ring. Riddler meets with those top contenders. They're all now under Siren's spell. Uh, he tosses them all into the steam room. And well, hold on for a second. Hold on yes. for a second. Because, again, I'm a little older than you. Okay. Jerry Quarry was a very, very well-known boxer at the time. So Jerry okay. Quarry was 1,000% legit. Okay. Yeah. Also, what? bro, what I loved here. Let me see. Go on. I want to see I want to see if you're going to mention it. Because I don't know if we've ever seen a villain do this before. But go ahead, bro. Well, excuse me, I'm not sure, but I, I, what I was going to say is Siren just leaves. Right. I mean, she's he's like, okay, I'll see you later. And she just walks out. So uh, they go to find. Hold Bat. on. Hold okay, on. go ahead. That's go ahead. Thing. I must have missed something. I don't know if we've ever seen a villain do this before, but she leaves and Riddler turns around so he could see her ass walk out the door, and Betsy Bullface gets in his way, and he turns around the other way so he could look at it. Bro, he's literally looking at Siren's ass while she's leaving. We've never had any villain do that before. I said she was attractive. Right, exactly. Yes. Exactly, yes. Okay. Now, would he be canceled for... Uh, today for staring at her derriere as she walked out? He could have said I was looking at something else over there. Okay, go ahead. I'm surprised we're not canceled. We're just talking about him <laughs> saying that. And also at one point he did call them dynamic decimal points. I said that. Did you really? I did. Okay, I missed that. Okay, go ahead, man. Anyway. Batgirl, they go to get Batgirl. Wait a She's- minute. He's all flustered now. He's all flustered now because, you know, Batgirl got, they tell her Batgirl got away, right? She got I, away. I was just getting to oh, saying that Batgirl that got away. I thought you said that already. No. Right, go ahead. Batgirl got away. Go ahead. Batgirl got away. Riddler loses his ever-loving mind is yes. what I wrote. He goes, oh, what's looser than a thread, a fish, flying ribbons, a woman's tongue, possibly Batgirl's. I've got to get on some provocative riddles if I'm going to coax Batman into the ring with mushy Nebuchadnezzar. Who's the boxer? Say it. What do you mean, who's the boxer? 
What's Mushy's last oh name? Oh my God, Mushy Mez. Well, I, I can say now because I've heard you say it a million times. Mushy, M- Mushy Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Yes. We go to Gordon's office. Babs is Wait there. Wait a minute. Riddler's very distraught. Some fine acting, by the way. Oh, I said he lost his ever-loving mind. Yeah, but you didn't say that, Betsy Bullface. Uh, you didn't say that. She asked him if he wanted a quick shot of camel uh, camel grass. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we do go to Gordon's office. Babs is there. Gordon complains that O'Hara still has amnesia. Three prize fighters have vanished. The city is, and I am quoting here, aroused by Kid Gulliver's condition. See, there you go again. What? There no, I am. The third it is time what he said. Show. The third time. Mrs. No. Deal better beware tonight. That's all I got to say. Mrs. Deal, if you can hear me in the other room, beware. Beware of this man tonight behind closed doors. No, I'm, I am, I am, I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving anything. I am not giving anything. I am not giving any opinions. I am not giving any entendres. The man literally said Gotham City is aroused by Kid Gulliver's condition. Okay. All right. What are you going through? Menopause, bro? I'm having a hot flash. All right. Go ahead. He has riddles to solve as well. What do Bell's curtains, twins, and hair have in common? And Barbara's like, oh, it's easy, daddy. You know, it's like, who rules the ring? You know, the bells ring out, curtains ring down, twins are perfect ringers, hair comes in ringlet, ringlets. Says, any aggressor should be where his successor. And he says, well, it's not a very good rhyme, but it must have something to do with Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar's successor. And, of course, Gordon is, like, thrilled that his... Daughter is so brilliant, figuring out these riddles. And uh, so Batman and Robin then show up. Gordon says Nebuchadnezzar must be wanting to fight Batman in the ring. At this point, the phone rings. And it is Riddler, as we had talked before. He's he's just got a screen behind him. Right. I don't, you keep saying it's a green screen. I don't think it is. I think it's just some curtain that they that they pulled out, or they said, hey. Uh, Frank, we forgot to film a couple things. Can we come over to your hotel room? That's and just exact, that's exactly film a couple things. Like. Exactly what it looked like. Yeah. So he says, "What are the tw- chilliest twelve inches in the world?" And Go Batman ahead. Says, you you want to comment on twelve inches? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What are the tw- chilliest twelve inches in the world? Cold feet. What suit of cards lays eggs? One that's chicken-hearted. So he says, ah, great. He goes, Batman, just so you know, my line, this phone line, is plugged in to radio station GTCR. That means all of Gotham City has heard you call. (laughs) Coward! He hangs up. We get another extreme zoom in, this time on Batman's face. And he says, Regardless of who Mushy Nebuchadnezzar may be or what Riddler is up to, regardless of private or public image, one thing I cannot abide is being called a coward. 
I would love, I would love, <laughs> bro. I, I always, the, the, one of my freaking pet peeves is the only place you'll hear the word coward today is in a wrestling rink. <laughs> like people never use that word. I would love, I would love one wrestler to call another a coward and that be the guy's comeback. I would yes. love that, bro. Absolutely. You may inform the news media that I will meet the champion of Southwestern Asia in Gotham City Garden tonight. Bro, how in God's name is he booking Gotham City Garden? <laughs> He's a crime lord. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Oh, oh, you're talking Batman. Yeah, I, how I, is he booking Gotham City Square Garden in, in an hour? As we learned in the last episode, Batman, and this is common knowledge now. This is canon in this show. Right. People know Batman and Bruce Wayne are tight. Yeah. Right? Right. So it's not going to be a problem for Batman to call his friend Bruce Wayne, who's the you chairman think, you of the think, board on the Gotham City Boxing you think Commission Gotham or whatever. Gotham City Garden is just happens to be available tonight. Nothing's booked. Taylor Swift isn't booked. Nothing's booked. Well, I don't think she was going to be born for like another 30 years, but All yes. Right, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sammy and Dean. Yeah, We're doing exactly. a, a Rat yes. Pack show. Yes. So anyway, we go to the boxing arena. And if you thought the rest of the show looked cheap, brother, you ain't seen nothing yet. This is tremendous. I mentioned in working indie shows earlier <clears throat> on this episode. There was, I worked in front of some very, very, very small crowds. Okay. Very ghetto stuff. There was one show I worked at with the good Lord above as my witness, and I am not making this up. There were two paying customers. Wow. wow. It looked more impressive than what this ghetto ring, this ring that I think a standard wrestling ring is either a 12 by 12 or 16 by 16, something like that. A 12 by 12 ring would be super tiny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think that um, I can't remember it was uh, WCW. I think used like these huge rings or whatever. Anyway, this ring, if you would imagine uh, a standard wrestling ring, the wrestling ring you always saw, imagine that ring cut like 80% smaller. Yeah. You know, so it, it's 20% of the size of a. Of and a this is Gotham Square Garden, no less. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. Betsy is at ringside. She's, I guess, going to call the action or something. She's she's talking with a guy named Phil. We learn nothing more about Phil, right. sadly. So Batman comes down to the ring. <laughs> he has Robin with him, but his other his other corner man, it's it's Alfred, but he has some kind of some kind of disguise on or something. I'm not quite sure what it was. But he says, please, sir, don't 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 call me Alfred. That would uh, will allow people to penetrate my disguise. Call me Gus. <laughs> so Alfred, Batman or Batman is there with Alfred, or excuse me, Batman is there with Robin and Gus. So good, man. So good. Aunt Harriet joins the crowd of at least a dozen. <laughs> and she sits with O'Hara. And Gordon and Babs. Aunt Harriet 
starts talking non. Yeah. What? What? Uh, yeah. They. It, it felt like they gave. It felt like they were like, oh man, Anne Harriet hasn't had a lot to do in the last few episodes. Here, uh, Madge Blake. Here <laughs> is. Here is. I'm going to give you six pages of dialogue yeah. to make up for this. So she's talking about how she just got from back from New Head Brides, Head Brides or whatever. I don't even know what it was. She went home. Alfred wasn't there. She heard about Batman fighting and that Nebuchadnezzar. And she loves a fight. And what? I have no idea what she was talking about. Anyway, in the ring, Batman looks over. And he sees, you know, Mushy takes off his outfit. It is, of course, the Riddler. And Batman says, this is ridiculous. Robin, this is ridiculous. He's smaller than you. Bro, this had to be this had to be some kind of a rib on Frank Gorshin because this is the second time in the episode they've insulted his height. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to be fair, I, I did a little research, and uh, Burt Ward is about an inch taller than uh, Frank Gorshin. There you go. Yep. So they come out and they touch gloves. Yeah. The referee is like, I want a good, clean fight. Yeah. Riddler gives him a riddle and says, Batman, what eats crow? Yells uncle, tosses sponges. And Batman very defiantly says, a loser. And I'm not a loser, Riddler. It was... Tremendous. And then he kind of like bounces. He's very spry. Batman's very spry here, bro. He's ready to go, bro. We get a box. We get a boxing match. (laughs) And Frank Gorshin. Yeah, you know what? I I take it back. Earlier, I said I did not know if this was Frank Gorshin's best episode as the Riddler. I think some of them are written better. This was hands down yes. his best showing ever as, as the Riddler. Yes. Because he's there and he's trying to box Batman. Batman just like puts his hand up and just like blocks him. And then he does this total absurd rubber legs bit where he is like falling over and his legs are spinning around like pretzels. It was he was looking like a total fool and it was fantastic. And then he ran the ropes. And yeah. He ran the ropes and then went, <laughs> I, I sent out a, I sent out a, I put out a, a, a tweet and we'll uh, talk a little bit more about an animated gif of this. That it was just awesome. incredible. So it's great. Riddler falls to his corner and they're like, dude, use the metal shavings. And so he comes, Riddler comes back up to Batman he does a Popeye punch. I love it whenever there needs to be more Popeye punches in this yeah. world. Okay? I, yeah, I agree. I agree. So he's doing this, and then he hits Batman with the other one with his left, and he drops uh, metal filings all over Batman. Metal shavings. <clears throat> so we go underneath the ring. Underneath the ring. Okay. First of all, they had shown this ring, and this ring was about, I don't know, 14 inches off the floor. Okay. It was, this was the most ghetto looking ring you ever saw. They cut to underneath the ring. Betsy Boldface is there. She's cross-legged and she's literally smoking underneath the ring. She has a giant magnet. So Batman now, he has these metal filings on his legs. The magnet is on. And so 
Batman cannot move. Holy sudden incapacitation. And then Alfred has a great line. Oh, sorry. Gus has a great line. He says, the drawing power of this fight seems to have concentrated underneath the ring. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so I just would have loved, I would have loved, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall when Riddler, Betsy Bullface, Cauliflower and KO are going over the finish of this match. I would have loved that bit of fly on the wall. We're gonna we're gonna shoot metal shavings on them. We're gonna get this enormous magnet from God knows where. Oh yes. my god, tremendous, man. It was completely absurd. Yeah. So Riddler bounces around, the crowd's looking concerned. Babs is again, she's in the crowd with with Gordon. She goes, Oh gosh, I got something in my eye. I got to go to the bathroom. So she goes to the ladies lounge, returns as Batgirl. <clears throat> she goes underneath the ring. Oh, actually before this happens though, while Batman is incapacitated, Riddler is like punching at him and stuff, but he's not really laying any KO blows. No. He is Frank Gorshin literally is jumping straight up into the air yeah. and going like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they do today. Like you can like see that. Like a whack-a-mole. You can see that on Monday Night Raw, yeah. So it was completely absurd. But Batgirl shows up. She goes underneath the ring. She throws a rope on the magnet and causes it to collapse as Betsy Boldface runs for the hills. Batman is now loose. But classic pro wrestling, Riddler doesn't see this because he's playing to the crowd. <laughs> he says, ladies and gentlemen, riddle me this. When is a prize fight like a beautiful lady when it's a knockout? And so he turns around. He's going to KO Batman. Batman, of course, isn't there because he's no longer magnetized. And so Riddler's like, holy crap, I got to get out of here. And instead of being in the ring and taking a, a pounding, he literally jumps, slides underneath the ring and gets out of there. See Makes that I more. I think that was a flaw in the script because they, yeah they have not had the fight yet bro so they got to have this fight uh, especially you know with, this is only Batgirl's second episode so we got to see the fight but it's a flaw because he should have turned around right into the KO you yes. got you got to put Batman over here you, no you could have had a fight in the I trust me dude with the fifteen seconds of action we got from Frank Gorshin as the Riddler in a boxing ring. This should have been, you know, we've said these are not two-parters. This should have been a six-parter, and it should have been nothing but a, no, it should have been a 12-parter, and it should have been 12 rounds of Frank Gorshin in a boxing ring. Yeah. You know, being a clown. Yeah, yeah. Tremendous. Instead, like you said, we go back to the Little Use Gymnasium. Everyone's now here. We get our fight. It's a quick one, but it's a good one. Uh, there are dumbbells used. Batgirl, of course, just kicks. Robin's swinging around like a monkey. Alfred, uh, Gus, I Gus, guess. Gus. So Batman goes like this to Riddler, like pushes him. Yeah, the finger, finger point of finger poke of doom, right? Yes. Riddler falls back, and Alfred hits Riddler with a bowling pin, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> Batman then uh, 
comes to, you know, Riddler's like collapsed on his chest. He says, any final Riddlers, any final riddles, Riddler? He says, yes. What do you throw away that keeps returning? Batman says, it's a boomerang. And he goes, and I am a boomerang. Yeah. I shall be back. I shall be back. Which is a total lie because this is the end of the Riddler. Oh, no, no, more Frank no, it's not. No, yes, it's it is. not. Yes, it is. No, no. It's his final appearance. Oh, man. Well, he went out on a huge high note, man. That was It, it was a fantastic episode that he yeah. went out on. Yeah. Batgirl's gone, of course. Robin's like, dude, I saw her. Let's just go follow her. And Batman's like, nope. We're not going to, no, we're not going to do that. You know, we have our secret identity. You know, she has her secret identity. I'm telling you this, though. If Robin wouldn't have been there, Batman, I think, would have trailed her. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's going to be a stalker. He says, let us respect her disguise as Mm -hmm. she respects ours. Yes. Very nice. He says, uh, you know. Robin, why, why, you know, so Robin tries some camel grass juice. He notes this is great. And Batman says, <laughs> beware of strong stimulants, Robin. Oh, my God. That's so good. So good, man. We go to Gordon's office. <clears throat> Bonnie, we get to hear from Bonnie. Yep. Bonnie calls and says, uh, Lorelai Circe is here to see him. So this Circe comes in. It is, of course, the siren. And Gordon's like, yeah. Well, yes. All right. My day's yeah. picked up. Says, what can I do for you? And she says, no, no, no. It's what I can do for you, Commissioner, that really counts. So she gives the emergency broadcast signal into Gordon's ears. The narrator tells us, will the siren succeed in the plan she has for Batman and Commissioner Gordon? Where will her purring parlay <clears throat> pay off? Watch for the stunning surprise on the next episode. And that was- well, I would love yeah. to know as a shoot between um, uh, Adam West and Burt Ward. Uh, God, I would love. Well, not not really. Well, I would I would just love to know how many hookups throughout the course of three seasons. I would love to know how many hookups there were. Well, you would want to know if it was the actors, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not, like, not like did, 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 did Adam West not tap Joan Collins? No, I don't think that she, she's a woman of virtue, I'm sure. Yeah, but he was a very, uh, you know, he's a handsome dude, you know, and he, and he, he never kissed and told, so we don't know. <clears throat> well, we do know one thing. It's time to rate Betsy. Oh, God. Would you care to guess how old she was on this show? Oh, God. She was definitely long in the tooth, man. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind, and I'm going to say 34. Uh, you were too kind. She was 35. There you go. Yep. Well, you get to rate her now. Oh, bro, she's a one. She, we, we, we've, not had a, we've not had a worse uh, female on this show. I was going to be very generous and give her a four. No, that's way too generous, bro. You're not you're not going to see lower than this. This was a very, very, very bad choice. Peggy oh, Ann no. Garner. What's that? Peggy uh, Ann Garner, yeah. the woman's name. 
Yeah. She was an American child actress, we learn. She uh, had her first role in 1938. Wow. At the 18th Academy Awards, she won the Academy Juvenile Award. Wow. Recognizing her for some films, including A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. She died at the age of 52. I'm glad you, oh, I'm glad you decided to bash her and just give her a one. Did it say how she died? Uh, I didn't catch that. I'll give her a two because she died prematurely. Yeah, I'll give her a two. I listen. Who's next week? Get, get me excited. The next week is, is the siren. The whale oh, of the siren. They, did, what, did, would you not? This is the second time this this show where I have said something you've completely ignored. Bro, I got McCall, I'm getting that old timers disease, bro. Well, maybe it's part timers. Yeah, bro. What about um? Okay, and so bro, every no, you said not every episode is a standalone. There was one that was three parts. You said there's a three. There is an awful three parter coming up. Really? Yes. Okay, but Sirens a one uh, episode. I believe Siren is a one and done. Okay. I don't know. I haven't. I have not gone through. I just. I remember there's a three parter that I always said. <clears throat> if ever there should be one that is a one third parter, instead exactly. of a three parter, and I don't mean like give it one episode. I mean give it one third of a episode is yeah. all it needed. But yeah. we'll see. It's been years since I've since I've seen that three parter. All right, RD. Uh, what's going on in your world with uh, wrestle crap with the arcade? What's happening, man? Talk about wrestle crap first. Usually, I talk about. Are the can I ask you a question first? Yes, because I know. I I mean, I know you're an you know you know. You you specialize in this. Mm-hmm. Did you have you gotten that AEW game? Yes. Yep. What what what, what 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 bro? I hear the reason why I'm asking you is I hear like. The, the spectrum of the world's greatest game to the shittiest game. That's why I want to ask you. I mean, as mm-hmm. a guy that's played a million video games, yep. where does this show sit? And and tell me about it. It depends on what you, it depends on what you're expecting. I was going in expecting that it was going to be uh, basically the Nintendo 64, which came out, I believe, in the it was the mid 90s. 95 96 i want to say had a lot of really awesome wrestling games they're considered some of the best wrestling games ever made okay <clears throat> so you're talking like uh, nwo wcw world tour uh, uh you know a, a bunch of different wrestling games i'm trying i try to think of them i don't remember what all wrestlemania 2000 i think was made by the same company they all kind of played the same and they were considered by many to be the greatest wrestling games ever made. However, those games were made, you know, mid nineties to two thousand. So you're talking, you know, at best, you're talking almost twenty five years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> this new game, this new AEW game, plays exactly like those old uh, and you know those old Nintendo sixty four games. So if you went in thinking that's what you're going to get. You'll absolutely, and that's the kind of game you really enjoyed. Then you're gonna abs- you're gonna really like it. If you go in thinking I want to have something that is state of the art, state of the art, you're not going to enjoy it. That's that's why you get the the spectrum. 
Well, I'm a retro I, gamer, so I really enjoy it. I would have to think, bro, if you talk about, you know, you're talking about like 25 years ago, I would have to think then that that was, those were the games that Tony Khan were probably Absolutely. playing because he would have been about like, what, 15? And those, Tony the, Khan, the, the, that's Kenny what he Omega, enjoyed. all yeah, those okay. guys. All right, well, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, okay, so so in other words, bro, like you would have had to be familiar with those games to really get it. Is that what you're saying? I, I think so, yes. Okay, all right, well, that makes sense. Okay, yep. so it's, it's it's really a retro game, really. Yeah, it's it's very much a retro game. Okay. And I love okay. retro games. Yeah. Right? Even yeah, though yeah, these, yeah. these okay, are that makes state-of-the-art sense. pinball machines, yeah. I love retro games, so. I'm yep. surprised. I'm surprised they didn't come up with two. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they'll do that next. A real state of the art type. You know. Well, what I mean? I, but I mean, it takes it takes now so Years. much time to develop yeah. a game. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. So yeah. anyway, you were asking about Russell Crab. Yes. Very special people that are watching this right now. I actually for Russell Crab. I did a, I, I sometimes skirt the rules as to what an induction really should be. And I skirted the rules this time. So I did this week, Adam West, Batman, Adam West, pro wrestler and pro boxer. No way. I inducted this episode. Oh, very nice. Very, very nice. So you get That's all the good. animated gifts. You get all the craziness. That's awesome. That's with great. It. And then I also covered... When he was in Memphis, <clears throat> he showed up in Memphis yep. uh, to do a uh, uh, run-in with the evil king of Memphis, Super King Jerry Lawler. Bro, can we uh, can we show that as a bonus clip next week? I would guess so. I mean, it's it's there. It's several places on YouTube. So yeah, I would I would think that's not going to be a problem. Can I can't you see yeah? Can you that. find the best uh cl- yeah? The best that's clip that's not yeah, yeah, let's definitely do that next week because yeah, that yeah. is that is freaking. <clears throat> I swear to God, bro. With, with with you know, I worked with Lawler a long time, and all I ever wanted to discuss with him was Andy Kaufman and Adam West. That's yes. all I ever wanted to talk absolutely. to. Him, bro. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I know. What about the arcade, bro? Because we're get. I, I'm thinking we're getting towards the end of summer. They're going back to school now. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a, a a bonanza, like a summer bonanza coming up, man. Oh yeah, it's it's been uh it's been a little bit crazy as we're getting ready for King of Arcade coming up uh in September. Uh, I think it's September 16th. So it's a little over a month away. Uh, give away a free arcade machine uh, to the winner of this uh, one day tournament. Uh, yeah, and, and we've been getting in some uh, fun stuff. I just got in a um, uh, Foo Fighters pinball machine, which is oh, a lot wow. of fun. Nice. Uh, and we had gotten in the, the uh, bubble hockey game, which people love. I was not expecting people to love that, but, man, they love that game. God, bro, how do they ship, though? How do they ship pinball machines, man? Uh, in a box that's about mm, six foot tall. See, as you look at this. Right. See back here, you can right. see, you know, the, the head of the pinball machine. Yeah. Like this, right? Yeah. That That's actually gotta... folds down. You take the legs off and it becomes pretty it's not compact by any stretch of the imagination, but it's but when know. when it when when it folds down, it it's connected. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. I bro, I, I would have to assume you get a lot of them damaged though, no? Mm, well, the way they the way they package them, it, like if, if it's being shipped new. From yeah. the factory, 
Like, yeah. uh, uh, do I have any here? I don't have any here right now. They came new from the factory. Uh, I have had some in the past. Um, what do I have? Oh, my James Bond was new from the factory. Got it's it. down at Rupert's. But, it, it, I mean, it comes in a box, and they cushion it very, very well. The yeah. issue you run into problems with is sometimes people will drive a forklift through the side. Yeah. Oh, God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 All right, RD. So what's, what's, what's the name of next week's episode? The Whale of the Siren. The Not whale? a whale like a big whale. W-A-I-L. Whale. Yeah. Whale. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it because we all saw how, uh, I'll just say, attractive uh, Joan Collins was in this episode. So uh, I look forward to that next week, man. See the siren in action. Me and RD will be here. Same bad time. Same bad channel.